Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How's it been? All good? It's been good, thank you. We were a little bit ill over Christmas. I think a lot of people were ill over this festive season, it has to be said. And then we spent a little bit of time in Switzerland trying to enjoy the snow. Got there, no snow. It was 15 <laughs> degrees up in the mountains, so that, that took some of the shine off uh, the experience. But we're OK. We're all good. We're all healthy. We had a nice uh, time over Christmas and uh, ready for the challenges of the global economy and financial markets. Good. Well, love to all the family. And as you say, global economy and financial markets, what's the outlook like for uh, 2023? Well, I think it's going to be another challenging year for the global economy. as heightened geopolitical tensions, the ongoing impact of elevated inflation. The tightening of financial conditions and limited fiscal headroom continue to weigh on growth prospects. Though we have become more pessimistic on the growth outlook, we do continue to acknowledge that labour markets remain robust. Consumer corporate and financial balance sheets still look very healthy. Excess consumer savings, as we know, are still cushioning demand. The service sector, I think, continues to have plenty of room to recover. For 2023, our forecast is that given the probability of a contraction activity in Europe and the UK and a flat performance from the US, we expect advanced economies in aggregate will fail to generate any growth during the course of this year. Forecasts at a global level, growth will remain positive, albeit a very weak 1.8% as China recovers from a depressed 2022. And the Indian economy grows at around 5.2%, which will be the strongest growth rate amongst the major economies. Inflation, of course, will be an important driver of policy and sentiment, we think, during the course of this year. We would expect price pressures to ease back during the course of 2023 partly due to technical and statistical factors. But more fundamentally than that, tighter monetary policy will inevitably uh, moderate demand. If you look at inventory levels, they're now at elevated uh, points, uh, which should take some of the pressure off the good side. Commodity prices have stabilised. I think an easing of restrictions plus an increase in capacity will help to resolve supply constraints. So we do think inflation prints will become more digestible as the year progresses. We've got global CPI averaging 4.4% this year and 2.8% in 2024. I think if inflation does moderate, that'll take some of the intensity out of that hiking narrative that dominated markets during the course of 2022, allow policymakers to orchestrate softer economic landing and the harsh recession that some economists have been predicting. And what about uh, China reopening? Well, China's been had a miserable 2022 by its own standards. Its growth profile slumped due to those rigorous enforcements of COVID restrictions, a collapsing of the property market and weaker external demand. China grew somewhere around about 3.3% last year, well short of its official 5.5% growth target rate. However, 2023 could just be a year of recovery. This after officials dramatically abandoned its economically damaging zero COVID policy implemented a comprehensive plan to shore up the housing market and boosted stimulus measures. China, as we said, has finally abandoned its zero COVID strategy by easing restrictive quarantine rules, scrapping mass testing, finished the practice of city-wide lockdowns. And after more than a thousand days, as we saw yesterday, its borders are reopening. I think the reopening disruption has been brought forward. We don't expect China to retreat into a full lockdown. Growth is likely to have bottomed out, therefore, in the fourth quarter, should gradually recover through the first half of this year. China's new 
leadership appears to be refocusing on the growth agenda, which I think is important. So as I say, after a sluggish 2022, we expect growth to recover to around about 4.8% during the course of this year. Yeah, it did certainly seem to come at a time when all the high, such high levels of COVID numbers and then to, to reopen... Yeah, the numbers surge as they relax those restrictions. There's no doubt about that. We've seen tens of millions of daily new infections, which is an incredible number. It's the largest wave of COVID that we've seen, of course. The good news is, despite the fact it's very transmissible, the severity of the wave appears to be relatively manageable. So I think uh, officials will be pleased with that. We expect um, COVID infections to peak somewhere uh, around February or so and then for the economy to continue to reopen and, and to move on from that so i think it's an important step not only for china but also for the global economy and specifically those supply chains okay and eurozone inflation moderating what what does this mean for interest rates well eurozone price pressures eased more than expected in december though still remained elevated at 9.2 percent year on year but that was below consensus uh, the market estimate was somewhere around about 9.5%. The moderation was driven by slower growth in energy prices due to falling auto fuels and lower heating oil prices, though core inflation still remained elevated at 5.2%. In terms of the outlook for inflation, I think price pressures will continue within the Eurozone. In fact, we've got inflation averaging 5.7% in 2023. Headline and core inflation is also forecast to be above that 2% target level out into 2025. And I think that will keep some of the pressure on the European Central Bank, who recently guided that rates will still have to rise significantly and at a steady pace to reach levels that are sufficiently restrictive. Therefore, we look for 50 basis point increases at both the February and March meetings forecast a terminal deposit rate of 3% in the Eurozone. And the foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against the dollar coming in at 121.5, euro dollar coming in at 107. You get 1 euro 13.5 cents for your British pound this morning. So is this your first day back in the office in London? Uh, I've had a few days back at the end of last week just to uh, climatise myself back to the, the world of finance and uh, Making a good start, but still lots to get through. Oh, well, Hank Potts from Barclays, thank you very much. Have a great day and speak to you tomorrow. Nice to be back with you. Speak tomorrow.